Hello and welcome to another special postseason edition of the Love Boat. One the Vikings aren't involved in, but it won't stop us, right, boys? No, sirree. Nope. We are talking why the Vikings haven't signed a defensive coordinator, Tom Brady to the Vikings, and some other some other Vikings and non-Vikings related topics today. I'm Matt Johnson. With me is just Preet and Carter. No Tyler this week. Boys, let's get into it. Preet. I am just floating this because I think it's starting to kind of gain steam in Viking circles, but I'm just curious why the Vikings haven't signed a defensive coordinator yet. Do you think they have one that they already set on? Are there agreements behind the scenes or do you think they just haven't settled on it or nothing's fallen into place yet? What's going on there? I think they were waiting for the first domino to fall really in this coaching staff. <laughs> and uh, I mean, the coaching searches, cause uh, I mean, we had the big one day with Sean Payton and then, uh, and then um. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's going to the uh, Texans. So those are the two big ones. And now I think they're just waiting and hopefully they're, I think they're hoping that Flores doesn't land the job in uh, Arizona because he's up for the head coaching job. But also there's a potential that uh, Fangio might actually, instead of going to Miami, he might go to Denver to be the DC with Peyton, which would be awkward, which would be really awkward considering he was their last head coach before, uh, before Hackett, who we'll get into later, but yeah, but how is old that, is Vic Fangio now? Sixty uh, something. I feel but, like when you get up there, I guess. I, I mean, he he was deal. he was gonna accept a job with the uh, Dolphins, but I think he was waiting to see where Sean Payton landed. Oh, but I if see. he goes there, there's two potential name. There's so there's uh Ed Giro, who, who could be up for it. I I don't really know much about him. And there's also Sean Desai if uh Brian Flores lands the job in Arizona. So I guess they're just waiting for the floor as the domino to fall. And if he doesn't get the job, I think that's their man. So you're telling me that the Broncos quarterback room next year is going to be Russell Wilson and Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Oh yeah. He's going to follow Sean. Payton. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> it took pretty second for it to resonate with. What him. is that from? Uh, me and Carter had a little inside theory that Sean, pa- Sean Payton and uh, Tom Brady were going to follow each Great. other. Great, another inside joke. Well, that we that actually wasn't an inside joke. There was a lot of speculation okay. saying that 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 he they were both trying to find a little match made in heaven, and there was speculation last off season with the whole Miami, Miami tampering thing. Yeah, yeah, right. That I'm going to recorrect Preet right there. That was not an inside joke. That was just a <laughs> no, 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 no. The Carolina, the Carolina joke. No, no, the Preet's, Carolina. Preet's definition for inside joke is like way wider than anyone else's it includes I, any yeah. joke that he's ever made or I, I, part of. I would like to just explain partially to the audience in a, in a little Preet segue is that Preet's sense of humor is like family guy references <laughs> where <laughs> he'll, he'll reference something the that like funny that that me, me or Matt or Tyler have done in the past and then like expect everybody to understand it it's like or, Peter Griffin saying, it's like that time I fought that big rooster right. or whatever. It's the equivalent of what his humor, and he's put me in so many awkward positions <laughs> by just basically saying, Carter, say the funny. And and I'm so done with it now. And it, it's resonated into the show. So Carter's much. starting to realize I'm a bad friend, and I've been waiting for this day to happen. <laughs> Carter's just now realizing, he's like, wait, I've been friends with this guy for like he's just in too deep now. six or seven yeah. years. I think he's a there's, bad friend. There's too much lore just hidden deep down that Preet just references and makes me feel like I'm going insane and just b- makes me feel less funny than I think I actually am. <laughs> it's kind of like the time where I accidentally got you grounded. Thank you. All it right, moving happen. on. Going back to Vikings talk instead of another <laughs> deeper dive into Preet's psyche. 
Um, can we all agree that Brian Flores is the right pick for defensive coordinator? Yes, 100%. Yes. I would okay. right pick for anybody's DC. Then, then having Desai as the, you know, seemingly runner up in the Ooh, chain. Don't here. tell that to Tyler. Well, Tyler doesn't have a high opinion of Desai. What do you guys think? I mean, we kind of touched I on like it. I like him. I mean, I, I, I mean, he was really responsible. I mean, Eddie Jackson said he was responsible for him playing the way he did. Yeah. And he helped develop Tariq Woolen and uh, Kobe Bryant this year. So I don't see, like, worst case scenario is, like, bad and he's out in a year. Like, it's not that, like, it's not that deep that he's going to, like, ruin the team. That's like, this right. the most level-headed take I've heard you have recently. Got to support a fellow brown boy, It's been maybe. so Armageddon-based <laughs> lately with the Vikings and you. Right. That no, 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 because... No, he's starting to team... cope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're oh, in no. the other stage of grief now. <laughs> Ready, lots of stages of grief. We're in the acceptance team. stage. So, is he actually somebody who was... He's getting looked at by multiple teams, or... Sean Desai? Just, yeah. He interviewed for the Browns defensive coordinator job. I think they chose Schwartz over him. So they, they he's been interviewed before. Okay. The Seattle they interviewed him. I think uh, Sean uh, Sean Desai interviewed with us last year too before we settled on Donatel. But... I might be wrong, but um, Seattle actually made something good of their secondary. Am I right? They like, did. That yeah. would be yeah. really, really good. For us. Very good. They were actually their defense was pretty good until Jordan Brooks got injured and it just fell apart. They didn't have that heartbeat in the middle, and that's kind of what. When the Niners were able to take their heart in that play, that'd be huge if we draft a rookie high because we need a cornerback, a rookie cornerback. I mean, I mean, I think so. Do we, we need a cornerback? We either I mean, we still have Andrew, we still have Andrew Booth, yeah, a Caleb Evans, who we don't know who like what those two. So are. I think I think realistically, I think Duke Shelley could come back here. Yeah, no, I think there's a good core, but especially with Pat Pete looming one on age and also an expiring contract, do you think he's going elsewhere to look for that? You know, Super Bowl. I think that's the only reason he stays, you know, in the league. Is it for the ring? I mean, he's only ring. 32. I mean, you but... can see him slowing down and he's a DB. Yeah, he uh he really struggled that uh he really struggled that playoff game. I think he played really teams. well this season. I would love to have him back, but I think he did, but it was we also need a number base. one. Yeah, that's true. It did benefit him a lot from kind of what we're seeing with his. So he's coming out as saying uh, Ed Donatello is like a great scheme. What is up with that? Did you see that report? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was on his before podcast. The game, before the yeah, playoff yeah. game, like we got a little something for them. Turns out Isaiah Hodgins watched the podcast after he beat the Giants. And the entire Giants like coaching staff watched and they figured out like how to beat our coverage. It's not even just that. But once Donatello was fired, Pat Pete on the podcast said, Oh, he's a great scheme. I can't. I'm shocked he got fired. You didn't see I that. Know. I feel like he just doesn't want to burn any more bridges than he's already burned this well, year. Well, he had a great season, so maybe he's yeah, and right he's kind of he's things. already kind of burned a couple bridges. <laughs> yeah, but that's the Pat Pete experience. That's how he left I feel like Cardinals. he's such like a likable guy. And he left like, Arizona with pretty rough. Uh, I think, it, and but like both those guys are out now. Cliff and LSU uh, football product Patrick Peterson. Correct. Thank yes. you for that insight, Carter. You're welcome. No Tigers. No, don't say that. <laughs> That's too far. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's got to be some turnover at the cornerback position and whether it's a rookie or I think, you know, maybe Cam Dantzler. I don't know what we're going to do with him. What yeah, he's, he's also there still. I mean, I we have like a lot a of number twos. Like we, I feel like we have a lot of capable number yeah. two corners. I don't think you need to take a corner in the first necessarily. No, if you really like I don't Andrew. think so either. I think you I can mean, take one like the third or fourth. And look okay. at a Caleb Evans. He had fourth a pretty successful starting campaign this season the only thing he sucks is he got concussed three times right. yeah 
He's got the two grind. Hey, yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, Tua, more like three of concussions. Face. Ah, where'd you read that? I actually didn't. I, I, pre, pre I don't believe that for one second. From the love I'm, I'm, <laughs> we can edit that out. We, we, no, we threw it him was off okay. the edge. It was okay. Um, but yeah, let's just keep our eyes out on the DC spot. I hope it's Flores, but you, I think he's. Pre, you think he's going to the Cardinals? Is that right? I think that's the card. The Cardinals' job is made for him at this point. It's. I think that's who they want. They're still interviewing, though. I think it's Flor. I, I mean, I don't really think any of the other candidates are too strong. I think they're going to get Brian Flores. Well, on to our next quick hitter topic. That's kind of all today is going to be is quick topics that are Vikings or somewhat Vikings related. There's this weird uh, report that came. I actually found an article about it on Fan Sided by Adam Patrick <laughs> that the Vikings are a dark horse to land Tom Brady this offseason. 80 so, for Brady star Tom Brady. Right. And, you know, it's kind of fun clickbaity title. There's like 0% chance this actually happens, but do you think Tom Brady in the current state would actually make something work with this current Vikings team? Uh, short answer, no. Long I don't answer, think so either. It's pretty reminiscent to the Bucks, where they had like two good tackles, a weak interior offensive line, like a really good star receiver, a decent slot receiver. I guess we need a receiver too with Capel and Godwin's level. A defense that's like Swiss cheese at this point, and a team that kind of has no heart. Like I think he, he might get us like a couple more wins, and Kirk would get us. But like I don't think I don't. I think you got to. There's a lot of stuff you have to do with Tom Brady to sure up the offensive line, sure up the weapons, and sure up the uh, defense. And I don't think we have the picks, nor do we have the cap space for that. So, well, if we move, I guess we got to pay Kirk, don't we? I mean, no, you can move him. If you, you move him, is he still? He still, I think he still him like sixteen million. Yeah, he still has a cap hit. Um, yeah. Carter, current state of Tom Brady. What if he went to your favorite team? I mean, shoot, it's a better scenario than the Vikings. I think so too. I don't think there's like, any traction to the Carolina Panthers. There oh, shouldn't no, be to I the don't Vikings think so at all. But, but you know, honestly, fun to think about. Preet had a hour long discussion about this, which is what he inadvertently Family Guy referenced earlier. <laughs> but um, Panthers actually, I think are an underrated situation for Brady to go to. You have a very underrated young offensive line in there. You have a pretty solid receiving core that could get better. You have a few workhorse running backs. I'd imagine they're most likely going to bring Dante or Dante Foreman back. And Chuba Hubbard's pretty good as well. The defense is young and good and has a lot of good cornerstone pieces DJ on it. DJ Moore is very good. Oh, of course. I mean, DJ Moore yep. is awesome but just it's just not gonna happen because we're the carolina panthers you know he would look we're so cursed in a panthers jersey i don't know why but yeah Tom Brady i don't i can't see him in a black jersey i can only see him in like very classic nfl uniform yeah, yeah like, red, no, red like, blue whites yeah like, i couldn't see I him even wearing, the gray like, is like a stretch i could I see him in purple jersey. though i've seen photoshops i can't I see like that. I can't, I can't i can't see that i can see him in like the classic franchises like raiders san francisco and i could oh yeah, the biggest san stretch Fran. i could see him in is like a chargers uniform you know Ugh, i, I could see it that. that's kind of my purple to him he was there he was he was a second choice for the or he was the the chargers were a second choice before they drafted yeah, Herbert, I remember that. Or I think oh was gosh, the that was yeah. Brandon, I think he would look good Tom in a Dolphins jersey, kind of like that. I agree. Was happening last yeah. year or the other year. It's that so also... odd that he's he's reached this level of greatness that this is what we're <laughs> discussing. It's like can't really see his you know. I think it's fair greatness though. working in this jersey. It doesn't fit. The voodoo magic only works with like 
you know, classic NFL colors. Like, get him in purple. He's just, he's cursed. Yeah. Do you think he has a desire to go to the NFC because he doesn't want to face, like, some of the powerhouses in the AFC? Shit, I would. I, I think mean, so, too. Shoot, at that point, just resign, I guess. But yeah. I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> I, I think, think he's he, basically done. <laughs> they, no, they said he's with the Raiders, yeah. But they said it's not a matter oh, yeah, of yeah. if he plays. It's a matter of where he plays. Like, what are the realistic options right now? You have the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. And that's Is that really it? Good. Yeah. Maybe the maybe if Kyle Shanahan decides, you know, I made a mistake a couple of years back. I think you know, 49ers, 49ers is up there just from standpoints yeah. that he could possibly go to. That'd be but, cool to see him come home. Yeah. He'd, Why he'd not for a year? That too, you know? That'd be the perfect ending is he wins it with Shanahan and rides off in the sunset. And I think that's a really good segue because the well, next thing I want to talk about is a potential swap between Kirk Cousins and Trey Lance. There's been, I don't know about rumors, the idea of a Trey Lance-Kirk Cousins trade. Now we have this looming trade, um, no trade clause in Kirk Cousins' contract. If he waives the trade clause, it's 49ers, right? It's either 49ers or Jets, and we'll get into the, why it probably isn't the Jets a little bit later. But You really think he'd are... go to the Jets now or the Jets want him? Yes. Yes. I mean, I feel why? like for the Jets, he's like the third option. If they can't land Carr or Aaron For the Rodgers. Jets, but would he wave for the Jets? Yes, 100%. Where do you think Carr ends up? Uh, I think... Colts? India. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're going to do, do, do the Mentor same CJ thing Shroud again, for a year? Mentor we can CJ do a, we can do a whole episode on free agent or quarterback trades this offseason. It's actually kind of wild. Yeah. Honestly, I would I think I don't want him to leave the Raiders. I couldn't imagine seeing Derek Carr who looks well, it's like too, the, it's too far gone now. Yeah. No, cuz he looks gone. like the he looks like the kid from a toy What if he went to the Texans? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> the last car who played for the Texans worked out really well. That's man. the connection a, in my uh, head, but got a beautiful sack record. You know, it was like 87 sacks in one season or something like that. It was something insane. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Poor guy. Hey, you got a Super Bowl ring. I'm surprised his brain isn't mush after that season. Like he's still on podcast. He's well, like, yeah, have, you, have, guy. You, have you heard him commentate? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. His brain might be mush. Okay. Well, <laughs> Let's stick with this Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins, just because I want to get out of the way. You know, is there even the potential for a swap between these two quarterbacks? Like, who has more value? Which team needs to add a pick? Because right now I'm pretty torn. Because it's pretty clear the 49ers are going to be in win-now mode, I think. And the Vikings are doing something of what seems like another competitive rebuild after one season of competitive It feels like they just want to run it back. Which is not a great idea, but I don't think so either. But if they get a guy like Trey Lance and, you know, Trey Lance would be great. Trey Lance would be great. You know why? Worst case scenario, he's a tank commander. Best case scenario, you have your quarterback of the future. I think worst case scenario, he's a bridge. Uh, Worst case, he's a tank commander. You tank with him for one year and click tanking is not bad. Drake May. Yeah. Worst case scenario is tell that to Vikings friends who fans who are over 30. Those guys have PTSD and want to settle for like Kirk. I don't blame them, but at the I same do. time, I'm sick of the safe pick as a Vikings yeah. fan who watches Kirk Cousins every week. Well, not right now. My favorite thing today was like Rick's Rick's house was like, oh, you guys want to just draft like mobile quarterbacks. We drafted Spurgeon win because he was mobile. I was like, dude, you're not comparing Anthony Richardson to Spurgeon win. Like, let's calm down. Well. We Tell still haven't him. answered the Trey Lance Kirk Cousins swap. Do you think that's even like on the <laughs> table, Carter? I mean, it's I mean, it's a possibility. It's definitely more so a rumor than anything else. Right. Like, it is. We're at the point in the offseason that everybody is just thinking of 
anything that could happen. Right. And we're trying to slowly circulate circulate everything back down to reality and get a grip on everything. But, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, same. I would like I it. Mean, we I mean, that... I don't think the Niners would even offer it. <laughs> like, they... It's not too long ago. You don't they think Kyle Shanahan would? Picks. No, They're obviously missing so. a secret weapon, and it's a reliable quarterback that can elevate their team. They can, no, I don't even think they need one to elevate their team. I think they need one who can stay healthy. Like That's Kirk Cousins. There might be, like, Kyle Shanahan might just be cursed by someone at this point, because, like, let's look at it. Trey Lance broke his ankle. <laughs> Jimmy G broke his leg. Brock Purdy tears his ucl completely do any of them wear a six inch thick flak jacket when they step on the field i don't oh, think yeah, so. and Kirk <laughs> cousins does and josh johnson gets concussed in like his second drive or third drive like yeah maybe you need kirk's voodoo magic to cancel shanahan's voodoo magic to like well, let's... kirk cousins never missed a game to injury am i right uh i don't think he has maybe on the uh it's funny you'll see him take like known. the most You'll see him take like the most vicious shots and he'll just bounce back up. Like, <laughs> that oh, is one thing I love about Kirk. He's willing to take a hit for a throw and he takes them very well and knows how to land. It's impressive. It's a skill in its own right. It is, but he'll go to the Bay Area, you know, like fracture his ribs in the first week with Shanahan's <laughs> luck. I don't know. I could definitely see Shanahan giving in and wanting Kirk with his lack of, you know, true success with this roller coaster of quarterbacks he's had in his carousel. It's kind of a Maybe. pipe dream, but you never know. It's probably the most realistic trade is kind of what is intriguing about it, I think. If we do move on from Kirk in Minnesota. Uh, another, we'll talk kind of more broad NFL here, but there have been a couple of coaching hires. Two notable ones we want to talk about. First one is Nathaniel Hackett has been hired as the Jets offensive coordinator. The reason we're bringing this up is the looming potential of Aaron Rodgers moving on from the Packers. Seems like an it's obvious choice to go to the Jets. Done this. It's True. the second time someone's done this. Like, it's just so funny to me. <laughs> like, and this Aaron time, Rogers, I feel like it's the power likely. to move on is in Rogers' hands now. I feel like it was in his hands last year too. I just <laughs> don't think he wanted to move on because they offered him that bag. That's true. Like, I feel like if he, if, I think if Aaron Rodgers ever says, "I don't want to play here," they'll they won't make him play there. Carter, is there anywhere else other than the Jets you could see Aaron Rodgers even landing if he leaves the Packers? I guess to answer your question with a question, Aaron Rodgers has put now coming up on the the Green Bay Packers through three straight off seasons of just torment and just indecision and just not knowing anything that's going on. It's probably better for them to part. But what other team would want to put up with that and be better at putting up with that than the New York Jets? It's a match hey, made in heaven. Are you just, sure? Are we sure disorder. Aaron Rodgers wants to go to where the media is? He, he might seems be. to have a disdain for them at the moment. I I don't think he. I think that's exactly what he wants. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite Aaron Rodgers thing this week. I don't, I don't think it was either this week exactly or last week. Up. It was either this week or last week. He accused ESPN and Rob Gronkowski of hating for hating on him because they're like a Pfizer-backed company. I'm like, dog, what? Like, Pfizer must be like Lex Luthor level then at that point. Like, if well, you, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. But uh, back to Hackett, it's like a weird hire because like we saw he didn't work out with Denver and he's gonna be calling the shots in New York, like. Salah's a defensive coach. He's not calling any offensive plays. It's it's just I don't understand hiring Hackett. Like maybe he's a good OC and not a good head coach, but ooh, it's a I feel like it's a kind of a bummer. 
Well, just to add on to the steam, I feel like the Jets are a really good spot. And they were probably one for, for Rodgers. And I feel like that they're one of the only teams that are willing to take a swing on an expiring quarterback. Because we clearly have seen Aaron Rodgers, you know, pass I mean, they're prime. they're literally a quarterback away. Yeah. And what team is... I'm just going to say it. Like, what franchise is as bad as the Jets and willing to just take a big swing on a quarterback that is just a ticking time bomb, in my opinion? That's why the Packers want to move the on, Denver right? The Denver Broncos last year well they did it <laughs> that's why them is there a franchise you know they that they, yes they, it's they've... so funny they doubled down on a bad investment with another bad investment that's going to screw their future it's hilarious to well, me Well, we'll talk about that that's our other head coach move or a coaching move but i don't know is there anything on the ad on it to add here but there could be some steam to rogers actually going to the jets from at least i, I, think, I think it's more realistic last... than him going to the broncos last year let's say yeah i think out of the last few off seasons of just rumors heating up i think this one has the most legitimacy it feels like we've reached the end of the aaron rogers green bay packers divorce yeah, saga green and bay is actually finally let, willing to let him go they're like and it's no. yeah it's i feel like this is the earliest the talks started right after yeah. That Detroit game, and normally in the last two off seasons, it ha- it's happened a little bit late. It happened first after the draft, and then the second one. No, no, no. Last year was like kind of similar. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't this it level was post game where he refused to do the jersey swap or whatever. Like, you I'm know? gonna hold on to this one a little bit longer, knowing yeah. damn well like the cameras right there. Yeah, but I don't know. I think this is the first one that it, it feels like we're coming to closure of the Aaron Rodgers saga. You know, like that or not, it feels like this is most likely going to happen right now, especially Jordan Love looking pretty good when he came in and played this year. I was going to say there has to be some pressure in the front office to elevate Jordan Love sooner than later. Otherwise, he's gone too. They're in such an odd position. People don't talk about it right now because it's not at the forefront, but they're at such an odd position with his contract too. Because what if he does, you have just one year to base it off now. Like, yeah. And yeah, you may you not, you, you not want to pay him no, based wait. off one year. I think you have the fifth year option now. You do, but normally they yeah, start negotiating after year four, right? Yeah, you usually oh, well, even year three you can start negotiating. Like that's yeah. what I'm about Burrow, but I think they'll just give him the fifth year option. Tell him play on the fifth year option. We'll talk then. Yeah, that's but fair. Also, but the, it's still not a great timeline, this year, you know. The sample size we saw this year, he looked a lot better than the years prior. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But you know, most of the time you get when quarterbacks on their fourth or fifth year, you have at least one less year of tape than them. You know. But yeah, this time you're going to be. I feel like this is kind of hypocritical stuff. for me talking about. I feel like this is kind of hypocritical for me talking about this because my entire part about Trey Lance was yeah, like, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. That was yeah. your criticism of seeing yeah, him for one criticism. year and then having to make a decision on his contract. And Jordan Love started less games than that, so you know that's different. That's different, though. I feel if you think about uh, it, it's pretty really similar. Know. I feel it's like kind of similar. It's, it's it's similar, but I guess I'm looking at it from also because it feels Packers like Lafleur. perspective. Yeah, because it's not like a huge new breath of fresh air for them. He's been in their building. Trey Lance right, has right. come that in is different. in in an, on a trade where yeah, the prodigal son returns yeah. home to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a bit of an exaggeration, but all right. Some people are talking like it's that. Have you heard NDSU fans talk about Trey Lance? Like now, before we move on, I do want to get a quick, quick Super Bowl prediction for all of us. Maybe we can do a Pro Bowl event prediction. How's that sound? That sounds fun. I'm joking, but Sean Payton. <laughs> that was supposed to be an obvious joke. I'm sorry. I was, I was, you, it was like deadpan. I was like, is Matt gone crazy? <laughs> There's not like, even a game I... this year, though, right? 
It's just I think um, oh it's no. There's a there's a flag football game. Well, who's so. gonna have a better throwing performance than Lamar Jackson? Because Brett Hundley is going to Tyler win Huntley. Tyler dodgeball. Huntley. Oh, Huntley. did I say Brett Huntley? Oops, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. I think Tyler Huntley is the real dark horse because no one has film on him. This is the game yeah. where you really. <laughs> he's he's gonna win the dodgeball this year. I bet he'll be the captain. Oh, yeah. Who are Wait, the two Pro Bowl captains? kickers? Oh, Justin Tucker wins the tic tac toe game. That's my Pro Bowl prediction. To on a serious note, it's not official, but they're working uh, on the contract. Am I right? But you know what is official? Jason Myers is the Pro Bowl kicker for the NFC. Thank you, Preet. Yeah, hard hitting news. But this the, the the prospect, even though it's not official, Peyton to the Broncos could for really elevate this team. Second. I think. A yeah, reportedly for a first and a second because they had to trade his rights. I uh, I disagree. For me, it feels like a. It feels like. They're the Broncos are like doubling down in a bad investment because that Russ like trade and signing yeah. was already a bad investment. Well, they're stuck with him now, don't you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, well when you have a bad investment, the one number one thing you do is you try to like recoup as much value. You don't dump more money in and assume like, oh, if I put more money in, like it's gonna rise up a little bit. And Sean Payton will make them a better team. But like, look at that division there. And if Tom Brady goes, I think Denver is a better team, or not Denver. I think uh, the Raiders are a better team than him. I think if Kellen Moore is actually competent. And uh, with the Chargers, the Chargers are a better team than him because I think he's better than Joe Lombardi. And obviously, the Chiefs who are in the Super Bowl are a better team than them. Like, it's I don't I don't know why Sean Payton would leave his cushy job at Fox to be fourth place in the division for like four years and then retire again. There's obviously a lot of like similarities between this and kind of the Gruden signing to the Raiders a couple years ago. I think it's kind of like that where they're desperate to make a splash in some way after such a disappointing season. And Sean Payton feels like he's kind of NFL royalty in a way because he spent so long with one team having a lot of success. So now that he's a free agent, you know, they're kind of selling out for the uh, idea of having one of these coaches that can lead you to a Super Bowl, right? Carter, do you agree that he can add or take away from this Broncos team? I, I think it's kind of at the point that it's only adding. I, I do see what you're saying when like kind of the NFL royalty type of sense, like this is like the equivalent of signing, like, you know, just random example, Patrick Mahomes as a free agent did all it, it seems it's almost like to that level or, you know, around that same ballpark. But I do honestly think he's going to make a big difference. It, I do think a lot of it depends on, you know, um, I guess, where Russ is at as well. I, I am a you know believer that Russ was getting a little too much hate, and you saw the offense drastically improve once Hackett was gone. I forget the exact stats. Pre probably knows. I think but, he, um, the, their points per game like doubled. Well, he passed yeah, for more touchdowns something... than bathrooms in his home. Yeah, at that point, yeah. I was about so. to say, you know, what else Russ has a little bit too much of bathrooms in his house. That's yeah. the real stat that should have been you no, know, pointed out once Hackett was gone. We're really covering the important news here at the Love Boat Podcast, but I think yeah. there's no way this is harmful to them. I really don't think that. I think this is just a beneficial move. I think so too, but I mean, it can't be any worse than last season, right? I mean, shoot, that it, clock it, it management could. in it, game it one. definitely could be worse than last season. I can you guarantee you Sean Payton's not going to. I think um, they hit their floor, especially with the amount of talent they have. Yeah, they're, I agree. They're like a six, I mean, they're a fourth play, they play a fourth place schedule. I think they're going to win like six or seven games at minimum, but. The, um, what was it like the year before last year they had like one of the most one loss 
some of the most one loss games. They would have won like one almost score. all their games if oh they scored gosh. 17 points or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that that was this past year. I'm talking about the year before when they had Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. It was like they had just so many one possession losses. Sorry, I couldn't properly phrase that earlier. No, you're like, good, no, and I totally They're the good. reverse Vikings. Yeah, the reverse of They Vikings, were the Vikings of that year. No, no, no. They the lost well, the, the Vikings, games. the Vikings that year lost a bunch they, of ones. The oh, Vikings oh, that season, yeah, they were yeah. the same team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting that they could completely flip or kind of like Preet's saying, it's too little, too late. But I don't know. I do. I, don't know. Just... I think the thought process also, you know, Sean Payton revived uh, Drew Brees' career after you know the doubts and all that. Maybe you can do the same here. Um, I, I was going to say let's hope, but also I don't care. I kind of hope Russell Wilson sucks <laughs> in a way, but Hey, I mean, it'd be good for the, you hope the fans, toilet bathroom stats are always relevant. Yeah. Could we see it happen? Maybe he gets a, an addition to his home and adds a couple more bathrooms and then we Let can actually see it. That would honestly be such a power move. You, you set, <laughs> you add 30 toilets to your home. And Maybe he gets a couple bathrooms like in his private office. Touchdowns. Brother's yeah. going to own a bunch of urinals at this point. He's not even going to own toilets. Just the urinals equate to rushing touchdowns. <laughs> let Russ flush. Let, <laughs> let Russ flush. That's awesome. That should be the new saying. If he's bad again next year, we'll we'll say let Russ flush. We'll we'll copyright that later. So we'll make it. Our, we'll make we'll make sure it's we'll make it. None of our many listeners. Yeah, will, I'll cut uh, it make merch show. off that. Um, let's just hear your guys's quick. Um, we're looking Bowl. at you developing instincts. So, oh, a shout out. Hey, Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> let's just go around quick. Any hot takes? What do you think's gonna happen? I guess. I think it's a little too early, brother. We'll have one more episode until then, but we can start talking about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Or should we just cut that? I I mean, I don't care. I want to talk about oh, it. Oh, no, I, I want to toot my own horn uh, real quick. So, wait, wait, wait. We, we both can toot our own horn because we were both well, right. No, no, no. Get, just just, just back up, Preet, okay? So let's look at playoff predictions. Now, I logged all of mine. The I only didn't. game I got wrong was Bill's Bengals because I thought the NFL script was too good for the bills to pass up, you know, DeMar Hamlin was in the building and there was, just unless you much... believe those, uh, okay, we're not getting, we, we are not getting into this right now. We are not getting into that right now. <laughs> we're going to ignore that little blip right there, but I got one playoff game wrong the whole time. And I feel like I've had a pretty good track record. Cause last year, I think I was just above 500 in my playoff predictions. It was something along those lines, but right now I am on, cloud nine because of my playoff predictions right now i had decent up until this like i had everything right in the vikings and uh buccaneers game up until this week and then both of my uh both my super bowl teams lost which kind of that's that's so lame you should just probably have thought more about the game before they played I well no 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 here's the thing probably should have like picked the other team I made I made this I made this at the beginning I didn't go game by game like you Carter I started at the very beginning oh yeah yeah, well, I mean, a March Madness in, style bracket. In, in that, in we'll that type of match, March Madness style bracket, I would have gotten two games incorrect. Yeah, but you well, know, leave three, it to three, Carter to would've... make a whole segment out of predictions because he's. So but no, I just want to talk about real quick. <laughs> I think the Eagles match up so well against the Chiefs. I agree. Like, I honestly think they, I, I think they're gonna win, and like that, that, that just sucks that they beat us with an entirely different roster five years ago, and now they're back. With the, and we're trying to run it back with like similar players from that 2017 team when they Howie realized... Roseman is genuinely one of the smartest minds in football. I, I love what and he they does. They wanted him gone. They wanted him gone less than a year ago. 
Yeah, right. I mean, genuinely, they that's like the definition of you can't see the bigger picture. That man was playing – the Eagles fans were playing checkers, and he was playing chess. Yeah, like, they hated him for drafting. Two first, they had two first-round picks this year. They hated like him that, for drafting a who hurts. They hated I think that. so, yeah. He just worked out. He hired Sirianni. It looks like an awful hire. The I Deuce agree. Might be the best player. It might be the best coach of the. Was it, the, coach was of the, the nice thing about their team, though, about that manager, he'll move on the moment there's a bad season, which yeah. is, has been working out extraordinarily for them lately. There's going to be like a 40 minute video essay in a few years when they do this again. How cut like, the love in. it. I would love it. He's been clinical. He knows exactly what to do. Like the AJ Brown trade, no one saw that coming. But guess what? He pulled it off, and that's elevated this team in Jalen Hurts. Well, speaking on on a similar line, what what are the only players to return? It's it's Travis Kelsey, uh, Graham, Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, or J- Jason, Jason, Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Good grief! I Jason can't Kelsey, speak. Graham, Jason Kelsey, Graham, and Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. Right? Yeah. Is, is there another? I can't think. Avante Maddox, I think. Okay. Okay. I'm sure there's another that you know us as casuals aren't really thinking of right now. Uh, but... Lane Johnson, Lane Johnson. Oh, of course. Yeah. Lane Johnson. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. That's a lot. Of like that's over. insane. That's me. genuinely insane. And you can argue that this team has more talent too. I think that's actually pretty agreed upon, you know? Yeah. yeah those are the only that's guys. fair. Yeah. Especially at and the no, skill positions. I mean, yeah. And like, I've, like I've been saying for a while, how do you win? You get a cheap quarterback. Like a quarterback that's not worth much, and you build around. If he shows any promise, you build around him. Well, do like, they? Would you pay Jalen Hurts? Yes, I would. Pay I Jalen think you'd Hurts. have to. Yeah, you have to now because he's like an MVP front runner. Even though he's been like, I don't, I don't. I'm, this is gonna be controversial. He's been less than good the last couple of weeks. So we've seen, last couple he's of times we've seen coming him. off an injury though too. Yeah, he's, he definitely looks he's still. Pl- hurt. He's playing good defenses. He also looks still hurt too, which kind of. Is a bummer, but that we'll, run game we'll, is so... we'll have a limping Super Bowl, it seems. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah correct. No, the, the funny movement. thing about the Eagles is they have three running backs better than Delvin Cook. Every uh, single week, you want to shit on Delvin Cook, and I'm totally fine with it. I, uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to send you a screenshot. Um, you know, Matt, I probably would have sent it to you too, but specifically, pre you know, just loves to hate Dalvin Cook. It was like some Instagram I, post about you know, someone like talking about Dalvin Cook's stats, and all the comments were defending. It's like, come on, bro, Dalvin Cook is not that bad. <laughs> no, he, like he's what very, every comment. Oh, you're the like, only oh, thing that's have you seen, have you seen Dalvin Cook's agent tweet out shit like, uh, Vikings fans want to talk trash about Dalvin? This team would be nowhere without him, or something like that. That's so wild. Funny. Hey, you would have lost to the Colts if he didn't almost house that screen, or did he house that screen? He did house that screen. But also, screen. also, I think almost anyone would have housed that screen. No, on any running back, like that, that was such a that was like the only good block. To be fair, Dalvin Cook is just an aging great court running back. He's got plenty yeah. of opportunities where he still shows how much talent he had and still can have it flashes, but he's just slowed down. Like that and Miami the hesitation run, that big run against doesn't... Miami or that big run against Buffalo was like great, and then like. He'll go like negative three, negative two, negative four on his next three rushes. Yeah, you're just a hater. You're a hater, and that's I want what Zach Carter, Hiller says. I want Carter to introduce Super Gremlin of the Week. Uh, was that another inside joke, Preet? No, Zach Hiller's his agent. Oh, I, I was about to say I didn't understand the that. That was borderline either. still inside joke. Go ahead, <laughs> Carter, introduce Super Gremlin. Super Gremlin of the Week is our segment where we basically get to talk about nothing that relates, even though we we basically covered a lot of ground today but you know obviously coined by antonio brown when he stormed out of the nfl for you know seemingly the last time and my super criminal of the week is an interaction that got caught on camera pretty recently at the eagles game 
And Joey Bosa went to go support Nick Bosa, you know, as a good brother would do. He was wearing some 49ers gear. He was drinking a Bud Light seltzer. It looked like he was having a good time with his family. And all the Eagles fans came up to him squawking, and he handled the situation <laughs> probably as poorly as you could. He he gave them exactly what they wanted no back and started there, acting man. like an Eagles fan back to the Eagles fans. Did like, he have a pocket full of batteries? I thought he was. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he would have like threw a punch on him. Can you imagine that? He he whips out his helmet from behind the back and then just slams it into them like he did to the ground. My dad always tells me you don't fight. You don't like go fight a pig in the mud because that's what the pig wants you to do. He wants to roll around in the mud. It's exactly what he did. Like he called himself like Homelander on like he's like oh if I'm a hero I'm like Homelander. oh yeah he's insane. But yeah yeah he said Homelander. That? Yes he said that. I didn't catch that in the video. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh he did. He's like yeah oh, you can call me Homelander. I was like. Oh my uh, god! I did not know, know that. Homelander, Homelander, yeah, Homelander <laughs> is the villain in the show. The boys, he's like an evil Superman. If you like made Superman like an absolute asshole, but, it's a fantastic yeah. show. If you haven't watched, it's it. it's also a Great good show, comparison. Unironically, in the way he probably doesn't intend. Um, Preet, who's your super grandma? My super grandma of the week is the Denver Broncos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, uh, what do you where I mean, you going they got, here? They got Sean Payton, but then a report came out they were just still trying to hire D'Amico Ryan's their first option. He didn't want to go there. They were trying to hire him like today as well. I'm he surprised just, he picked nah, the Texans over the. Broncos. I'm not. He's it's a homer, a dude. It's a lot more he's flexibility. A he's a Texans guy, but uh, and they were trying to like lure John. Uh, they uh, is it no Jim Jim Harbaugh away from Michigan too, and they couldn't do that. So they're like, shit, I guess we got to settle for Sean Payton, which is like a great settle, but it's yeah, still it's a good like, settle, but it costs them a lot. Payton. Yeah, it's still it's still hilarious because well, you have basically nothing from that Bradley Chubb trade now. Right. Because that first round pick was I'd have to no, be no, no, I think they got no, no. from that. Right. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it, is it definitely would have been because all their first would be gone. They traded, they traded Bradley Chubb in a second for Sean Payton. Yeah. Oof. Which coach greater than Ed Drescher, I guess, you know, who knows? Well, what did they get back for Bradley Chubb? Just a first. Just a first? Okay. Oh, duds. Yeah. Duh. That was a zero IQ moment by me. I literally just referenced that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Denver Broncos. And, and, and calling are... out my references. Yeah. The audacity. No, I'm just going to ignore it still. <laughs> Broncos, you are a super gremlin franchise, according to Broncos Free. country. Called out. Let's hide. Yeah, do, Let's I, I'm trying to stay positive on the Broncos. We all know where my opinions lie. All right. Let Russ flush, baby. Let Russ flush. Let's keep cooking, and I will give you my Super Bowl of the week. Clearly, I think it needs to be mentioned, the refs of these playoff games have been atrocious. Um, there's a storyline. The NFL wants these games to go, and so far it's been falling right into place, apparently. I have been disappointed the entirety of Sunday wasn't fun and it's not even because like i really have any stakes in these teams but it's just not even fun games especially when they're decided by calls late i just am i the only one who is just really disappointed by the outcome because there was yeah that chiefs game felt really one-sided with calls but okay so i i do think the complaint's valid but I don't think it had as much of an impact as I think a lot of people are saying. Yeah, I think I you're like... right, but it's egregious. I think the the Bengals definitely could have won that game before, and Zach Taylor had awful time management skills that game. Yeah, I have to like... say, with the Bengals Chiefs game, there were a lot of calls where you know I was watching it with my dad towards the end, and he'd stand up and be like, "Now that doesn't look right. Why didn't they call that a Mahomes?" You know the 
intentional grounding. It was clearly the intentional grounding should have been called on Burrow and probably not on Mahomes. Like that's so Mahomes. I think he made it out of the pocket on that. Yeah, one. and I think that hit on Mahomes out of bounds was egregious. That definitely should have. Don't listen to Ben Lieber. That sh- definitely should have been. Yeah, it's I all. Mean, it's that, it's that also hard. In the coffin, it's hard know? to. It's, it's hard to stop. That, but, it's yeah. it's really hard to stop, and I understand that. But I like, think he was unaware. It still should have been called. Yeah, no, it's it's. It's the right call. It's just an unfortunate circumstance. Yeah, but I'm surprised there, there were missed us... calls that I would complain about. Real, there was time one holding. I think. Um, yeah, on that one... play, Car- uh, it was, was it Hendrickson, and Hen- it was yeah, that Hendrickson. replay of yeah. third down for Mahomes. Was that a third down? Third, replay? Fifth, fifth and nine, or fourth and nine, or whatever they called yeah. it. Yeah, they got an extra play, which is and then insane. they got and then and then they got the and they got a holding call on that. Yeah, which is weird. But so, yeah, I, mean, I was. Ref, it's just the ref clearly blew the whistle. <laughs> it like it just no one heard it. I just don't want NFL officiating like ruining my Sundays. I don't know. I'm surprised nobody chose Trent Williams for like absolutely just dropping someone to the <laughs> ground. Oh, uh, honorable mention since Tyler isn't here. Kayvon Thibodeau definitely deserves a spot as Super Grim. <laughs> and Joe uh, Staley, both of them. Yeah, both and Joe of them. Staley. Good what Lord. Did just, just go on. Oh. oh, Thibodeau. Thibodeau tweeted out like some shit. Like, um, he was like, uh. Oh wow, we might be better than the 49ers. And then former left tackle, <laughs> great Joe Staley was like, Oh, really great four sack season you had there, bud. They came on Thibodeau tweet out, who are you? And everyone's like, Joe Joe Staley's like a Hall of Fame level left tackle. Like, what that's are you, hilarious. He's what is literally O for two on Oh, did you see what Micah Parsons plays? too? Yeah. I did not actually. Oh, but he tweet he tweeted out to Micah Par- Micah Parsons t- and him headed a little back and forth. Oh, like, yes, Micah I Parsons, did see this. Yeah. What country are you in, bro? Or something like that. And then he uh and then Micah Parsons like, I'm getting ready to throw a Pro Bowl. Where are you at, dog? Which he had to eat crow on that. I also thought Micah Parsons was funny on Twitter for like, oh, this is a big win for our division. Like, your biggest rival is going to the Super Bowl and you want them to win it? Like, what? I mean, the players don't have as much stake. As, no, like, they, they do. do. They do. But... They, they definitely do. <laughs> That's their job, bro. You don't have to be a fan of your own team. Nothing to say that. All right. Well, I guess we're done then. Hey, Pre- you shut him up. I don't know how. <laughs> He's just looking at his phone in reality. Uh, <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening. We'll try to keep this short format, even though this episode went way too long again. I guess that's a trend. We'll see what happens. But thanks for tuning in. And Pre, say that garbage you say every time, even though I hate it. I haven't thought of anything better. So You've just completed your point. Yep, still bad. Bye. <laughs>